This is Plus Money Golf on the Patriot Sports Network. A golf betting podcast that's better than most. What he said. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. And now, here are your hosts, Adam, Smitty, and Eric. Good evening. Welcome to Plus Money Golf on the Fantasy Sports Corp Network. Show with the pro and the caddy. That'd be Adam and Smitty. My name's Eric. I'm just the host. We are brought to you this evening by Jazz Sportsbook Casino and Racebook, as well as our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Use code plus money, all one word. Get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Doesn't get much better than that. Chris is over there doing the real work, keeping us on the internet. We got uh, Aaron Hill's own Looper Smitty and uh, the reigning five-time Dubuque champion Adam Miller. So I feel like we're going to pick some winners this evening. How are we doing, boys? Good. Doing good. Two goods. I'll wish I would have been wish I would have done better over the weekend with uh with my picks, but Adam Adam picked up the slack big time, so we're okay. Yeah. That he did. Lucas, Lucas Glover. Glover does it again. Back you guys had me doubt. You guys had me doubt and then I picked him and I was like, should I better go on there and make sure I did actually pick him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately I only had him as a top twenty um and didn't put him in anywhere else. But like I said, Adam picked up a slack and had him throughout the whole thing. So, so as I went back and checked to make sure I actually said on the air for him that we were picking him and then Smitty said, You'd have to be an idiot after not watching, and then he didn't pick him. Well, no, so like I <laughs> so you know that I'm not gonna take so first of all, he's the first back to back win winner on tour this year right? right and like you and you guys know me well enough that i'm not going to pick a back-to-back guy like i just i just won't right and um not really anyways and like lucas glover he's not the flashiest of flashy back-to-back pick like winner picks whatever. but, <laughs> but he's I'm glad been under par since i was 22 years old yeah, yeah he's been crazy and and like what we, we were talking about filling out your your dk lineup weren't we eric about how like how do you not put lucas glover in there yeah yeah yeah. His proximity to hole, he's ranked number one this year. Yeah, it's insane. Um, you know approaches from 125. He's what fit. does proximity from, to hole mean? Like how close far away? he is for birdie. Um, that's different from approach. Approach from a hundred yards second. Mm-hmm. Fairway proximity two, rough proximity five. I mean, the dude's dialed in off the tee and he said he's not even hitting it good. He's like, I haven't hit it good in a couple of weeks, really. Mm-hmm. Um good so enough. If he's, I would hate to see the guy if he's hitting it good. I mean, if he gets his irons dialed in, uh, it could be lights out for the next two events for these boys. Yeah. I want to play off against uh, Canelay, who's a two-time defending champ at this one we're doing this week. Just to to toot Adam's horn a little bit more. I mean, Lucas Glover is the first winner of a FedEx Cup playoff event outside of the top 25 in the past five years. So he's the first guy outside of the 20, top 25 to win a FedEx Cup playoff event. That's it's pretty impressive. Wow. And, you know, what were his odds again to win it? 75. 75. Adam was the only person in the entire world who thought he was going to win. <laughs> I texted a reputable person at a betting site, and he said, I can't believe you picked him. And I was like, I can't believe I know more than you guys do. One, dude. Yeah, I was like, how do you, the guy's dialed in. And then he yeah. said he had all of his money on Xander, and he said that's why he doesn't win. And I said, well, you're clearly not listening to our show enough. No, Xander, we, like why is all of his money on Xander? Do you ask him why? Because that doesn't even make any sense at this point in the season. 
you're, you seem to pick them a lot. So I thought, well, maybe there's something to it. I don't know. I don't pick them a lot. <laughs> I pick them like once or twice this year. <laughs> Looking back at my notes right now. Yeah, we're not a big Xander show. Last year, he last year. He oh, you pick Marikawa a lot. That's what you pick. Yeah, he's a big Morikawa guy. Yeah, I don't. Well, I'm not a fan. He uh, was looking pretty good there for a while this weekend. I mean, Taylor Moore just kind of fell off the last day. I thought he was going to give it a little go, but yeah, I was uh, I was spot on with all my underdog lineups um, when it came to Taylor Moore and what he was going to do on Sunday. Uh, unfortunately, a couple other guys didn't. Uh, didn't follow suit. I mean, Glover moved up what, 68 spots last week and then 45 spots this week to fourth in the <laughs> FedEx in two weeks. In well, right. Two and, weeks, and he so, went from well, outside the top 100 to inside four. Right. And what people don't know, might not know either, is that you get you get 2,000 points for a yeah. win in the FedEx Cup, which is quadruple the amount of points you'd get, right? So you get 500 points for a normal normal yeah. win, unless it's one of those like alternate Elevated. events. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, then it's like 300 because the field shit. That's what happened to Batia where he thought he was a lock for the top 70 and he screwed himself by not signing up for the event after he won. Yeah, that sucks. Um, I mean, he's got an exemption, so who cares? You know, it's just free money after you get in the top 70. Now the top 50 gets two-year exemption. So if you haven't won, but you're in the top 50, that's a two-year exemption. Plus, which is really huge for these guys. Yeah. But I will say that when you look, if you go to, if you go and look at the top 70 and now you look at the top 50 this week, right? Yeah. The cream really rose to the top. Like you look at those 20 guys that aren't moving on and it's yeah. not anybody that you'd be like, oh man, I can't believe that this guy didn't make it type thing. You know I mean? Right. There's it, just, they're, and I'm not trying to knock those guys by any means. They're really good players and they've shown that. But at the same time, when you have all of the top 70 players in the world, they sort themselves out pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, But like, how about, how about, you know, this weekend with like Ricky Fowler's performance and um, Wyndham Clark? Ouch. Yeah. Did not play very well. You know, luckily for Wyndham, he's got he, you know, he's got the the season he's had so far. So he's far enough in the points he didn't really drop all that much, but dang, nobody like he was really not good. Nobody really dropped off a huge amount except for Jason Day dropped 10 spots. Uh, Sam Burns dropped eleven. Kidiyama dropped ten, but everybody else kind of stayed at one or two spots up or down. Yeah, what's going on with Sam Burns? Like he's been kind of like JT-ish lately, huh? Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe it's the mullet. Could be. He like gets streaky, and the next thing you know, he just like blocks a drive, and then he makes double. The mullet's a lot of power, you know. It's like a it's like a big motorcycle. Not everybody can handle that. You know what? I was I was uh, looking. I I love following Michael Kim on 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 X. Can't I almost said Twitter? Sorry. On X and on golf uh, X. <laughs> and he was, he was like, he was uh, in a conversation with some people on there about talking about the mental side of things of the game. And when like things go awry or you hit a bad shot, like he said, we're just like every, every other person in the world too. Like, you know, we are human and we, we, uh, yes, we have, we have a lot of talent and you know, we're capable of doing things that amateurs can't, but he's like, at the same time, like we still have that self doubt going on in our heads and um, you know, trying to stay as much into the present as we possibly can is a really big thing. But, you know, it, it was interesting to think like 
for somebody like him, he comes out and says, yeah, dude, like sometimes we're human too. And we let those bad thoughts creep into our minds. And all of a sudden, like you said, I, we block a drive and, yeah. you know, we, we, you know, you, they hit something thin or they hit it too far, you know, whatever it might be. They get something fat and chunky, like that stuff happens. We just, TV doesn't pick that up all the time when guys are watching it, right? Like they don't, right. they don't always go to those things. They want to see the pure shots and the, the shots that they're throwing darts at the pin. Yeah, you don't see him unless you're at an event where you see a guy hit a bad shot and he's like, fuck, throwing his club or, you know, slamming clubs or whatever. They don't show that on TV. So, but <laughs> go to any tournament and you can see 50 guys that'll do the, be pissed off about a shot they hit 10 feet from the flag. Right. But I will say, we were just talking about Sam Burns. He did have a pretty sick hole in one over yeah. the weekend. 157 yard par three and he literally flew it dunked it into the cup like that was that was super cool i even got my wife to say wow when she, when i showed her the <laughs> showed her the replay which means it's pretty cool then then you know it's impressive for sure yeah i mean <laughs> glover's Rory's just figuring it out rory's played really good uh 67 66 68 65 so yeah you know and and did you hear the thing about his putter where he had to take it to get it caught down at Edwin Watts? It was three sixteenths of an inch. It's crazy. Three sixteenths of an inch. What? Too I mean, long? Too long. He said to me, or to most people, you would never notice because he said when they took it into Edwin Watts and the guy was holding the putter that Rory, his old putter and his new putter, and they set him down side by side. And he goes, these are the exact same. And his caddy goes, uh, Rory can tell the difference. And he goes, okay, well, let's just pull the grips and see. And yeah, it was three sixteenths of an inch too long. That's crazy. How good a feel that guy has. That's how in tune you are with yourself and your game, man. Like that's wild. 187 thousandths of an inch. And he's I like, mean, yeah, this ain't right. That means those guys are, you know, holding it in the exact same spot and it just didn't feel right to him. And I was like, I don't know, but you know, the tailor made guy says that they even use the wrong type of tape on his grips. He can tell immediately said, if we regrip 14 clubs and we use a different tape on one grip, he can tell exactly within seconds, which one's wrong. That's like, that's like the story of, um, tiger and the T's. remember that? Yeah. (laughs) We're using the short T's. the short T's, and they, there's like, how could, yeah, that's, they just like when bought some T's and cut them off to the length he wants and made them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that these guys, these guys are freaks, man. And it's it's insane and kind of scary how well they know their bodies and how well they know their skills and what they need to be successful. Yeah, but yes. like, I don't know. People don't. People are talking, talking. You know, well, not talking. I feel like enough about Rory and the fact that he is the defending FedEx Cup champion and he was starting to come on there and he's starting to play you know some rory golf and it'll be interesting to see He's third it'll um, be interesting to with see lucas glover that's going to be good for lucas Ooh. to get some uh prime time tv playing with rory it, uh, yeah about time the best video i saw which i reshared a bunch was lucas glover when they said you know have you thought about the Ryder cup and he said 15 minutes ago i thought about it and they're like what do you think and he said well i haven't played on it and i really want to play on it so I mean, if that's not a guy motivated to win this week or mm-hmm. top two or three, I mean, if he's not hitting a good and he wants to play in the Ryder Cup, if he gets something figured out, it's going to be dialed in. I mean, this is a lot like the Billy Horschel run from four or five years ago where 
he didn't get selected for the Ryder Cup and then wins three of the four FedEx events. Yeah. I mean, these guys, they get on and they become like like machines. Yeah, I mean, we've, I've talked with several guys. It's like once you see putts go in from 30 plus feet, you know, the five footers are real easy to make. It's like Spieth, you know, when he used to make everything outside of 30 feet, but he couldn't make a five footer. And it's like, well, just hit it farther away from the hole. Yeah. Yeah. Just set yourself up a little worse and you'll be good. <laughs> Which wow. Jordan Spieth came out firing this last weekend and yeah. he played really well. I thought that it, it was weird because it's that course. And then this one this weekend, just they don't they're not Jordan Spieth courses. No. So, I mean, I, it looked exactly like TPC deer run from the T on almost every hole. Like if you would have had a TPC deer run playing on one screen and that on the other, you would have been hard to figure out what the difference was. Yeah, I guess it's just, we get, I don't know. And then with the fairways being so narrow and the rough being penal and stuff. And I just, I thought that Jordan would really struggle and he did he, not. He, he seems to show that, you know, he's um, in prime form and, We'll see because things get even harder, much harder this weekend. Well, he did kind of struggle down the line. Didn't he like block a couple drives? He did, but that's I knew just... they were coming when he started making a charge. I was like, let's just yeah. not get too hyped up here because uh, no. he always keeps it interesting. Gonna, one of these drives is going to go awry here in a minute. Yeah, he always keeps it interesting. But I thought it was interesting, like Hadwin top 20 and Russell Henley top 20. Russell Henley was top six, but those are guys that play good at deer every year too. Yeah, I mean, I, it's just some really good golf that was played, and then yeah. like, and then like Patrick Cantley, right? Who, okay, sixty-four. Yeah, I mean Patrick Cantley, right? This coming into this week, he's, you know what, he's won um, the last two, right? Yeah, but they weren't at this course, so much different course setup, obviously this week and everything. But I mean, the history's there, right? Where he's he's got to feel yeah. pretty com- comfortable and confident coming in. He's like, man, I I've been playing pretty damn well this time of year. Yeah, um, last couple of years. So, and then he and then he's yeah shoots a sixty four on Sunday uh, to get him with you know to get him to that uh, to that playoff type thing. And it's just like, well, all right, yeah. well, let's see what happens here. I really thought Glover was going to bury that putt on eighteen. I mean, he makes two bogeys and then you know makes that thirty foot bogey putt, makes another one, and then. I thought he made that last putt. It just left it three inches short of the hole from just oh. walk off. Oh, and then recovers mentally to yeah. win in, uh, to win in a playoff. He said he knew he wasn't hitting it good, but his short game was good enough to keep him in. So that's all it takes, really. I mean, if you know your short game styled, you don't have to be on your A game. Yeah. Just a lot like the... Ti- like Tiger used to say, you know, like short game's going to bail him out if he's not hitting it good. So clearly it works. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. This you, week, you, you have a good short game. You're you're set for a while. Yeah. Sounds like it. I mean, you're going to get it near the green. So that's where men separate from boys. This week, the BMW Championship at Olympia Fields North Course. Past winners include, but are not limited to. Rory in 2012, Billy Horschel, Jason Day, JT, Kagan Bradley, all these guys you've heard of. Patrick Candelay won the last two in a row. John Rahm is the last to win at the North Course in 2020. Formerly the club's number four course, the North Course was designed in 1923 by Muselberg native Willie Park Jr., two-time mm-hmm. Open champion, 
and grandfather of inland golf design. Although Parks work includes more than 100 golf courses worldwide, this one's like his favorite. So it must be a real piece of work. Yeah, I mean, they have what the open here. They've had they haven't oh. had a Ryder Cup here, have they? No, they no. they have a nice little resume though. I mean, they've had two U.S. Opens. I mean, obviously one was in 1928, but still, it's a U.S. Yeah. Open, right? But the last one was in 03, and then they've had yeah. two PGA Championships. Um, that was again a long time ago, 1925 and 1961, and then five Western Opens, which that's what this used to be, yeah. right? And then um, the like most they had a Senior Open in '97, and then the most recent was the U.S. Amateur in 2015 yeah. when Bryson won, right? Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. So they get some events. Par is I mean, seventy. There's a million good courses in Chicago, so it's hard to get. St- you know, if you're going to take a major to Chicago, it's like uh, pick from fifty good courses. Yeah the uh, the last U.S. Open the U.S. Open winner they had in 2003 was none other than Sweet Swinging Jim Furyk, baby. Furyk. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wow, oh, that's man. from back when my dad used to be watching golf in the living room. It's like Stuart Sink days, isn't it? Yep. He's yeah. just wearing it out on the senior tour. So didn't Stuart Sink just set the record for most senior wins? No, that was, was Bernhard Longer. Uh man, that's the gig. You get on that senior tour and it's just my ties and golf courses. Well, I mean, they can ride carts. They play not super difficult courses. They play courses that really most people have access to. They're not playing like ultra privates like a lot of these tour events are. So what kind of golfers are we looking for in this thing? How are the greens? Are they tiny like uh, last week? Yeah, table like tabletop greens, man. They're they're not they're not gonna be very big. Um you're talking Speaking. like yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know. He's, he's got me, he's got me flustered right now. I'll just leave it that way. But <laughs> he can't do it two weeks in a row with these. But uh, the, 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 the fairways, they are much narrower this week. Even you're talking about yeah. like 26 yard wide and then tree line fairways too. So like you're off the fairway and boom, you're into the trees. You're not only into the rough, you're into the trees. And you know, the, the rough is going to be, is going to be something else too. I mean, it's not going to be, um, you know, your typical, just walk in the park. I mean, it's going to be probably four and a half, five inches in the rough, which that's no joke. And it's been raining in Chicago for the last two weeks, almost, which means, which means grass is going to grow as the weekend continues. Right. Yeah. We just drove through that area yesterday. It was torrential downpours. Grass I mean, is going to be sprout. Who's, who's hot and, you know, top five in driving accuracy? Lucas Glover's LG. top five in everything, isn't he? <laughs> He's getting there. <laughs> I was reading something before that, uh, well, I'll, I'll wait till we get into the picks. Well, then, before we do that, a message from our friends at Jazz Online Sportsbook Casino and Racebook. Over there, use code TSS. You're going to get a deposit match, play some poker, bet some games, bet some ponies, live bets, whatever you want to get going. We encourage all that stuff. Um, Top 20, Smitty, hang on. Let me delete last week's picks from the notes app. And uh, then we'll get really flat. 
Yeah, when I looked at it as a layman, it looked like a boring golf course to me. It says it's only about six hundred feet of elevation. And it's like which is actually Hole one's like six twenty six right out of the gates, par five. It actually ranks ninth, ninth highest of an elevation rank, which is kind of crazy. But to the yeah, to the through the pictures and it's like the eye it doesn't. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, a midwestern Illinois golf course. They don't have a lot of Hills in town Chicago, yeah. We refer to them as flatlanders up here, so they can't have many hills. I mean, I heard the most like correlated course, the most like um, comparable course is winged foot. Oh, uh, all right. Now I'm ready. What do you got for top 20, Smitty? Top 20s. Well, odds are crazy um, this week, a little bit. <laughs> Shitty, you, know? you mean. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. Like that's it's what it's going to be. All the big dogs are are favored to to do to be where they're supposed to be, right? Um, I have I have JT Poston at plus one fifty. Hmm. Um, just he's been playing really solid, you know. And I, I was actually shocked to see where he finished. To yeah. see him finish where he did this week, this last weekend, I was I just couldn't I couldn't believe that he wasn't at least in the top fifteen. Um, he kind of he kind of stumbled a little bit there. Was it round um, two or three? It, he played. Really I think bad. it was. I think it was three. If I'm thinking correctly here. Uh, yes. Uh, well, he shot seventy seventy on the weekend. Yeah. So what, what you can't terrible. do like, but that's what that's what killed Morikawa's weekend too. Is just shooting yeah. seventy, and you you know you can't you just can't do that if you're trying to win a win a golf a tournament. Not anymore. There. Not against yeah. these dudes. So I think, I mean, I think he's a little disappointed, obviously, uh, how he played. But, I, I mean, he's playing phenomenal golf. And I think that's a guy that needs that's going to be in the top 20. Um, then I have Taylor Moore at plus 175. Uh, he's he's playing golf. He's playing golf really well lately. And, uh, yeah, obviously, I think Sunday was a little bit too much for him. I think he looked around over his right shoulder and he looked over his left and he's like, why am I standing in this group of people? <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's uh, kind of, you know, kind of put him to bed there a little bit, but I mean, you know, shoot, he, he was still 12 under for the weekend and finished fifth. I mean, it's no joke. I mean, he went 66, 66, 65, and then finished it up with that 71, which yeah. I thought was kind of going to happen. Um, but uh, no reason he shouldn't be in the top 20 if he continues to play that way. Um, then I have uh, Sahith Thagala at plus 190. Oh, guy right. Played, played really back. well. It was he T13 this last weekend. Um, and he, you know, before this last weekend, he was talking about how he just was disappointed in how his game has been as of late. And it was, you know, he, he was uh, excited to get the FedEx Cup playoffs going. And he, you know, he, he was feeling confident in his game. And so I, I think with a T13 um, and a 66 on Sunday, you know, he's definitely trending in the right direction there, top 20. Um, doesn't seem out out of out of character for him. And then I have Eric Cole at plus two hundred. Um, you know, just a guy who's been playing solid golf this uh, this season. Um, and then I have uh, Adam Svensson at plus two thirty. Uh, he's got like five straight top forties uh, coming into this this weekend. And um, there was one other thing I wanted to mention about him. He kind of fizzled out a little bit. He started out, he started out like really, really fast too. Shot a sixty-six on day one, and then kind of went 69, 70, 70 the rest of the way to you know to finish top t thirty-seven. But I mean, he's definitely got the ammo um, to to definitely sit in the top twenty there. So that's where that's where I'm kind of 
at right now with my top 20. I might throw another guy in there at some point. I just haven't decided on who it is yet, so I won't uh, waste anybody's time that way. You either shoot mid mid sixties or you're cooked. Yeah, these days. It seems but like. it's going to be hard this weekend. I feel like you're. It's going to be, you know, if you can get two under rounds every day, that's, yeah. that's where you kind of want to be. And yep. it's going to take deep, you know, to move up the board this week. So everybody at the top ten or twelve is pretty much set. So. Yeah. And, you know, for some, we're not going to see a ton of, I don't think we're going to see a ton of guys go like super low, right? Like each day there might be one guy who goes super low because they catch fire. Um, it's just going to be a lot of like grinded out golf, I think this weekend. Yeah. It might take them a day just to get their feet under him, mm-hmm. you know, with a different style, you know, we went Bermuda grass two weeks. Now we're back to bent. So oh. uh, that does a little different for you. Yeah. Yep. Isn't our guy posting a Bermuda grass fan? No, Deer's uh TPC Deer Run is bent. Oh, then we're in great shape. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a <laughs> good bet. Who's in uh your top 20 of? Uh so my top 20 I had also had JT posting at 150. Excellent. Um and then I had Adam had one at 190. Played good last week too, mm-hmm. 16th, I believe. Um so another Always solid top twenty for him. Point. Yep, and then Taylor Moore also at one seventy five. Just because last week he played good, I think he's disappointed. He's going to come out playing. This is more of a, you know, he lives in Oklahoma, so this is kind of a style of course he would play there. So maybe it fits his eye a little better. Um, and then Nick Taylor at two eighty, who's basically at the bottom and needs to make a move to get in the top thirty. So I thought he's probably motivated to move up. Um, and then Eric Cole at 200 also. Oh, Just cause he's a good player. I mean, the guy he is a good player. The guy plays on any kind of course and plays well. So that's kind of what I was thinking. He's going to move up the list here. Yeah. Get two to one on a guy like that to just finish in the top I mean, 20. I mean, including ties. Patrick Rogers is on the bubble this week. He is. I saw his name and I was, I just, yeah, that's that's one of the guys that I was pondering yeah. about. Matsuyama's on the bubble. Tom Hoagie, Harris English, Cam Young, Cam Davis. JT's at 43. Um, so Oh, man. Fitzpatrick's JT's at 40. That's crazy. Oh. I mean, again, it's like the 30 to 50 guys are the pretty, pretty good players. When's so. the last time that Fitzpatrick has done anything though? Like that's sure. that's that's been the thing with him this year is that last he hasn't really played open. much at all. Yeah, Hoagie like Sam I wanted flash a couple times lately. Yeah, I wanted Matt Fitzpatrick. I wanted to like put him somewhere on my picks this week, but then I look at his statistics and I looked at where he's been, and I'm like, you can't do that because he's a guy who plays those like hard plays these hard courses yeah. really well. Like he loves these tough courses. Um, but they make them all look easy now. I know. Yeah. The level of golf these days is crazy. Unreal. All right. Top 10, Smitty. We got. All right. I have Victor Hovland at uh, plus 140. Um, this guy that, I mean, this honestly, he, he's my, he's my favorite. He's my favorite pick this week. I'll just tell you that right now. I really, really like him. I think he's going to win. Um, he just and, started uh, slow this week. He did. He shot finished like what, good. 72. Yeah. And it's finished to 64, 65. 
he he just he has it all and he he can he can he can hit the ball well he can he can dri- he can drive with accuracy his his approach games there his short games there like everything's there for him and i think that he's the kind of guy that can definitely grind things out um to get a win while also having a round where he could go he could be one of the one of the few guys going super low so i like him a lot uh plus 140 i have Colin Morikawa again at plus 200 there he is. He was he was right there. He was right there. Just had that one round of seventy, which is like, oh, that's not bad, but didn't you use gotta to be. be. You got to be under par, man. Every Back when round. you could burn a burn a butt down on the uh, fairway, <laughs> seventy was a good score. Yeah, I know. And then I got uh, I got roped back in. I have Jordan Spieth at plus two twenty five. I mean, how could we not? Um, I'm that was still a good number for him. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then I have I have Ricky Fowler at plus two fifty. I I just feel like this last week was weird, and I don't I don't know what the deal was there, but he's a guy that again you want to look at like grind out courses and stuff, and guys that can play like that. It's Ricky Fowler. Um, and then I have Corey Connors at plus three thirty. Was he T six? No, T thirteen. T six. T six this year. This this last week and went. Back to back round, 65-65 to finish okay. the tournament. So I really like I really like him too. He's a ball striker and he can he play he plays cor- uh courses like this, I feel like pretty solid and yeah, he's gonna be confident. Um so that's kind of where I'm rounding out. It's like a flat Canadian course, you know. Park <laughs> yeah. lands. I was actually reading more too about like after I had I had already put Svensson and Connors on my list, I was reading an article about how um, this course plays favorable to some of the Canadian players, um, which I which I thought was interesting, and I was like, "Well, maybe I kind of maybe I'm smart. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. we'll see." I think, I think you figured it out. I liked Connors. I just didn't have room for him. I'm a big Connors guy this week. Then you haven't uh, you haven't picked him as much this year, so we <laughs> must be feeling good about old Corey Connors this week. Yeah. <laughs> Um, who's in your top tens adam so i've got a uh, fleawood at 175 just I was gonna ask about him he's bound to get a win i feel like he's getting so close um you know i just had one bad hole coming in last week that kept him from being in that playoff uh then i had max home at 200 just you know i don't know i, I like max Homa too though I, I like him a lot and he's i didn't have a reason i just his name popped out at me and 200 seemed like good number because everybody was at negative for even top tens. Yeah. I just, I just didn't find room for him because I had to put Jordan Spieth on my list. I know. And then, uh, <laughs> and Ricky Fowler at 250 also. And then I also had Spieth at 225. Let's go. And then Lucas Glover at 280. How do They're you not? Lucas Glover plus 280? <laughs> like, I know. Get- how do you have Max Homa ranked better than a guy who's won the last two events for a top 10? It makes zero sense to me at all. I'll tell you why. Because he just won the last two fucking tournaments. <laughs> he went 6-4-2-1-1. There's not going to be – for. there's just not going to be – I mean, top six, 10. 6 4 Top two, 10 one, I can one. see maybe, right? I get it, but like he hasn't finished outside the top 10 in his last six events. Something has to give at some point, especially when you have just – the t- a level of talent that's up there. 
I know that he's right there. I know that he's obviously there with him, but I mean, he could be, he, he can beat 25, 30 guys in this field easily for a top 10. Yeah. Yeah. And there's I, 10 I guys so that can't play. So I'm just playing statistics 10. more. That's why he's not on my list. And that's, that's he's not, not even hitting it good yet. 7,500. shows up and he's hitting it good. Then these boys. Clearly I was the only one that had Lucas Glover faith last week in the whole world. <laughs> Besides yeah. Lucas Glover. Yep. I don't even think Lucas Glover like understands how good he's playing. <laughs> I do. No, he doesn't. He I think he still bad. thinks he can get better because he's not. He said he wasn't hitting it good. Yep. And if all you got to do is learn how yeah. to hit better yeah. iron shots and he leads the tour in proximity to greens and he thinks he's not hitting it good. That's scary. Yep. It's Guys like something run. Tiger would say. Yeah. After he wins the tournament. After he wins six in a row, you know? <laughs> yeah. If he wins this week, you think he's a lock for the Ryder Cup? <laughs> Let's say he gets top five this week, top five next week. How do they not pick him? Makes well, no I don't sense. I don't know how they don't pick him already, regardless of he could finish last than that, you know. He's in his last six events, he's finished better than any player on tour. Yeah. He'd have to finish outside the top twenty. To it's, fall out of favor for the. I Rogers mean, if he finishes in the top, you know, seven or eight this week, that's like now we're talking about comparison to Tiger and Scotty Scheffler with you know top sevens in so many weeks in a row. It's crazy. I know. <clears throat> now, now the winners. Who's going to win this thing? Smitty, Corey Connors, Victor Hovland, <laughs> probably Jordan Spieth. I already told. I already told you that <clears throat> that. Hovland is my is my favorite pick this weekend. Um, so I do have Victor Hovland at plus sixteen hundred. Um, I have I have uh, Rory at plus six fifty. Um, what did you say, and, Rory uh, McIlroy? Is there another yeah, Rory plan? Say Rory. Listen, <laughs> he's a defending he's a defending champion, <laughs> and he's playing really good golf. And I like the way he's trending right now. Yeah. Um, that's for me though. Like I said, for me, if I'm if I'm betting on him at plus six fifty, I'm putting two units on that. And then um, I have Colin Morikawa at plus twenty five hundred. Uh, Ricky Fowler at um, plus three thousand. And then I have Jordan Spieth at twenty eight hundred. Um, I I want to give little credit a little credit here too. I, I guess to, style to, course. To like um, Patrick Cantley, um, he's ten to one, which I, I thought were really really shitty Shade, odds. Yeah, and I was like, really, he's ten to one. I know that he played really well this last weekend too and stuff, but like ten to one, man, that's crazy. Um, I felt like if he was more around like that sixteen hundred, um, right around where Hovland would be at, then I would. I think he definitely. I would have probably kicked Spieth off mine and and put uh, Cantley in there, but. At ten to one, I didn't love it, but I mean, if you don't love my follower or Spieth or even Morikawa there, I mean, then throw Cantley in there. He's he's definitely capable of winning, obviously. Yeah, guys, uh, what won the last two? Win this one. He just played. Yeah. just had a playoff last week. He's feeling yeah. it. He probably you know, a guy that, it good. A guy that I haven't, I didn't talk about, and I don't know what Adam's going to say in his outrights here, or whatever. But like John Rahm, I mean. I know Adam picked him at one of his picks last week, yeah, last I believe, week. and and he won. The, you know, he won this this uh, event in 2020, right? Or he won here in 2020, and and he obviously could do it again. But it's just, 
I don't know where John Rahm is, man. He's so like up and down and all over the place. Yep. And he's I like a guy. I feel like he's a guy who needs to play more. He's not playing as much as he used to. I think he went down to Mexico and party too much after the masters. That's what I think. I mean, you have some of these guys mm-hmm. like who've just been crawling up the, the FedEx, like Glover and had one and Hadley and these guys that are, they've played seven, eight weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. And I think, some of these guys you saw it in the first round scores last week where they're just like shooting around par or one or two over or one or two under. And it's like, they're just, I think they're just not competition ready. Like tiger would say, you know, yep. like they just need reps. Yeah. Get out there, get seasoned. Yeah. All right, Adam, what do you got for winners? Uh, so I had a can't lay at uh 1000. Just because he played good last week at the end. Yeah, I, I agree. Good yeah. momentum coming into this week. Um, whether win or lose, he didn't look too happy either way, just because he doesn't show any emotion. And he's got Lakava on the bag, so he's been playing faster, so that's always good. Um, and then I've got Rory at 650, because I think we're in Chicago where he likes to win. and mm. um. I think that's good for him. And then Victor Hovland also at 1600. I just think he's due for another win and on a big stage. Agreed. And then I also have Ricky Fowler at 3000. I just, this course looked like to me, something about it just said Ricky Fowler. Good enough for me. And then I saw the last pick. There's two guys you could, if you don't agree with me, whatever you can pick the other guy, but. Lucas Glover at 3,500 back to back. And he's not hitting it good. I feel like the whole Ryder cup question, like sealed he's it full of me. shit. If he's saying he's not hitting it well, by the way, he's, <laughs> he's hitting it well, but not like he wants to, I guess. I, I mean, he it. had a few loose iron shots where he was having those 20 footers. He was just making them. Yeah. But I think when they asked him about the Ryder cup that like gave him a little extra click of motivation. <laughs> Not only keeping his card to win last week and then this week, but now all of a sudden it's like Ryder Cup is the goal. So we've real seen guys, through. we've seen guys get really fired up and dominate in these playoffs when they're not on the automatic Ryder Cup already. Mm-hmm. The other one you could pick if you don't think Glover has a chance is Keegan Bradley at fifty five hundred. Um, plays good in Chicago generally. Uh, I think he's kind of motivated too. He, he's on the edge of the Ryder cup also. So I think looks like a Bradley course to me at 5,500. So, but I, if I had to pick one of those guys, I would probably say I'm going to stick with Glover because I think the Ryder cup motivation is bigger than, than saying he can't win three in a row. Like who cares, you know, move on motivator, man. People want to play for their country. I mean, the mental aspect when they asked him and he said, I'm thinking that I want to be on the Ryder cup team. And I'm like, man, that dude looked like when he said that you could tell he was like, that's all he cares about right now. Yep. And how's you know, funny motivation. It's crazy to see stuff like that going on right now for guys that are like fighting tireless, tirelessly to, um, to represent their country and be a part of something like that. Right. We're like in the yeah. world of sports in general, I feel like a lot Shitty. of that has fizzled out and nobody gives a shit at all. Yeah about 
representing their country. You got guys, you got people mm-hmm. now, men and women alike that are, that are jumping ship and getting exemptions to be able to go from playing for this country to going and playing for that yeah. country. And I'm like, what? You're either from this place or you're not like, how are you? Right. I don't get that shit. Ain't no transfer portal with nations. I mean, it's yeah. like, I mean, the feel like the Ryder cups, the only event where in sport where people care about playing for their country. But I played with the guy today and, and he was saying like, apparently if you're play at a Ryder cup, you're exempt. Like when you get on the senior tour, you're exempt. And like the senior open, the senior PGA, like for life, there's like tons of fringe benefits just for being on a Ryder cup team. I'd have to look into it, but that's like one of the benefits. I know there's exemptions in the majors and different events for being on a Ryder cup team. Tiger invites you down to his Bahamas tournament that only has what 15 guys has has world golf rankings with 15 guys and huge payout uh, at the Bahamas. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because it's Tiger. Leased Mercedes for life. All kinds. Yeah. I'm I'm sure there's lots of financial long-term benefits to playing, but he, you know, this guy that's 42 years old was a world beater coming out of college and amateur and, you know, wins an open and then doesn't do anything for years. Now he's won three times in the last, two years, three years. So, um, and did he almost win the FedEx last year? Didn't he shoot like 61 or something? He had a putt for 59 and missed like a two footer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I like him. The I can't argue with any resurgence of the old guys these days. <laughs> yep. It's I like mean, old guy revolution. These kids don't know what they're getting into messing with old guys. Nope. You don't the mental you know, game as well. Once told me you don't fuck with old people and you don't fuck with hippies. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, what else we got? Props? Anything like that? I didn't I mean, see any good ones because the odds yeah. are so trash this week. That's yeah, true. I mean, I don't, I don't really love any props to be honest with you. Um, I'll run through our picks then. Adams top 20 post and Hadwin Moore, Taylor Cole, Smitty's top 20 posted Taylor Moore, Thigala, Cole Svensson. I see a lot of lining up there. That's always good. Top tens. Adams are Fleetwood, Homa, Fowler, Spieth, and Glover. Spieth making a lot of appearances here. And Smitty's top 10, Hovland, Morikawa, Spieth, Fowler, Connors. I, f- I see my DFS lineup <laughs> forming here. It's all the common guys that you that you guys have. I think that's going to be the ticket. Who's going to win? Adam says, can't lay Rory, Hovland, Fowler, Glover, or Keegan Bradley. Smitty says, yeah, Hovland, Morikawa, Spieth, Fowler, and Connors. That's good no, stuff. not Connors. No? Rory. Oh, I was looking at Smitty's top 10. Sorry. Oh. Rory. Yes. Rory yep. 650. Yep. Morikawa, Fowler, Spieth, Hovland, 1600. I think Keegan Bradley is my favorite bet. I see him on this past winner's list, and then there's a 5,500 next to his name. <laughs> I like that about him. He plays sneaky, you know. He's like, he's a good ball striker, decent putter, small greens. That's um, what we need. Uh, the yeah, small he can greens, make some noise. I think the small greens favor Jordan Spieth just because um, nobody really beats that guy's short game. Maybe Glover's short game is pretty good, but Spieth is like next level. He Only- he just he never ceases to amaze me when like watching him in a weekend. I mean, even when he plays terribly, like there there are just greenside shots 
that only he can like have the imagination and creativity. That's crazy to come so close to making it or just making shots. I mean, he had a couple shots this weekend where it's like, what? It's like when you see him chipping and you're like, he's, you know, around the green, you're like, that's got like a 90% chance going in. It's like every time he touches a wedge, it's like, man, this thing's going to hit the flag or mm-hmm. just trickle in. Well, how many guys, how many guys when they're, let's say even, let's say 10 to 15 yards off the green chipping, right? Whether they're, whether they're in rough, whether they're in fairway, whether they're in a, in, in the sand, how many guys go into those shots thinking I'm going to make this shot? Uh, two Jordan and tiger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Only Jordan speed I mean, can beat Jordan speed from experience. What's, what's your mindset? In, and it was shots like that. Save par, right? Yeah. No, their th- mindset is make it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Win the damn thing. That can, yeah, also crazy implode, thing. can also implode on you very quickly, but which it has on him, but man, mm-hmm. when he gets that thing rolling. He streaks on a couple of those. I mean, how about that chip that up and down Glover made last week on 17? That was like embedded basically. And it wasn't embedded in the ground. It was embedded in the guy that hit it there before it's divot. And he got no relief and he chunks it out of there and makes par. That was stupid. Yep. Defied physics. He's like, well, that's just what I got. And he just hit it, you know? Yep. Wait till he starts hitting it good. Thank you, people, for tuning in. Thanks, Adam and Smitty, for all of your hard work putting all these winners together. 75 to 1, no big deal. I'll pay the rent. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Fantasy Sports Corp channel here on YouTube. You're already here, so it's easy. Or you can follow the show on the Twitter on the X. I have to change that in the document. You follow us on X at Plus Money Golf, all one word. All right, best of luck with your bets this weekend. We'll see you right back here next Tuesday for more Plus Money opportunities. Adam, say something cool that the golfers say. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. Thanks for listening to Plus Money Golf. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, keep up with the show on Facebook and Instagram at Plus Money Golf and on Twitter at PSR Golf. Until next time.